Welcome to the Varmints Podcast Special Series of National Podcast Hosting Month Shows, A Frog a Day. We're not animal experts, but every episode, we're going to do our best to educate ourselves and you, the listener, about all things that creep, crawl, slither, fly, jump, hop, and swim on this planet one animal at a time. Varmint's podcast is on all the social things, and you can find a list of them at linktree slash Varmint's podcast. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Varmint's podcast. Or use your very favorite search engine and you'll find us. I'm Moss, a.k.a. Science Dude, and today we're going to talk about the Suriname Toad. The Suriname Toad, Latin name, Pipa Pipa, is in the family Pipa Day. It's also known as the Six-Fingered Toad. The Suriname, or Star-Fingered Toad, are found in Bolivia, Brazil, Colombia, Ecuador, French Guiana, Guyana, Peru, Suriname, Trinidad and Tobago, and Venezuela. Its natural habitats are subtropical and tropical moist lowland forests, subtropical or tropical swamps, swamps, freshwater marshes, and intermittent freshwater marshes. This toad's body is flat. Its head is triangular with very small black eyes that are located on the top of its head, and its nostrils are at the end of two narrow tubes on its snout, looking for all the world like a leaf or a flat rock. The Suriname toad's skin is pointy, rough, and colored a mottled brown, tan, or olive. Each of its very long fingers on its forelimbs has a tiny star-shaped tip, leading to the toad's other name, the star-fingered toad. And the weird doesn't stop there. Star-fingered toads have not only the oddly tipped fingers, but also they have a line of special sensory nodes down and along their sides, much like a shark. They detect changes in water pressure and are suspected to help in detecting fish and some of its other prey. Tadpoles of other frogs have these lateral line structures as well, but they disappear as they transform and mature into adults. Not so with the Suriname toad, he gets to keep them. Males can grow up to 15.4 centimeters or 6.1 inches, so they're pretty large, and females up to 17.1 centimeters or 6.7 inches, even larger. Females can be distinguished not only by their greater length, but also by their ring-shaped cloacas, visible when they are ready to breed. 
Speaking of breeding, the Suriname toad is a bit different from other toads when it comes to making more little toads. When it's time, males call to females by making a clicking sound underwater. A willing and ready female will then release around 60 to 100 eggs, and the males then fertilize them and push the eggs back onto her back where they stick to her skin. Alternatively, and in combination, as reported in a 2013 article in Wired, quote, the Suriname toad's existence begins with some good old sexual somersaults. It's a highly aquatic frog and is thus afforded the opportunity of having what herpetologist Dave Canatella of the University of Texas calls acrobatic mating interactions. When two Suriname toads love each other very much, the male grasps the female in what's known as amplexus. He's holding on while she's swimming around and around, and often she's doing these somersaults, not just sitting there on the bottom, said Canatella. And that's really unusual in frogs because most frogs aren't quite that aquatic. Prior to this, the skin on her back, on the back of the female, the dorsum, has begun to thicken because of hormonal influences and in preparation mating. He, as the somersault, the female extrudes eggs one at a time, which the male fertilizes. These then land on the female's back or are pushed there by the male where the skin continues to get thicker and grows up around the egg. So essentially the egg is now embedded in this skin. Such acrobatics continue for more than 24 hours and the female can end up with over 100 eggs in her back total. Her young will develop in her skin for several months, skipping the tadpole stage entirely. When they're ready to leave, one by one, they squeeze out of their mother's back like a skate pod jettisoning from a spaceship that kind of flies underwater. Ha! While it can be a little odd to witness, it's quite the evolutionary adaptation. Instead of layering her eggs, or instead of laying her eggs elsewhere and exposing them to predation, the Suriname toad mom just carries her young protectively in the safety of her own body, much like mammals evolved to do with their wombs. And when she's done, she simply sheds the extra skin and goes about her business. Pop goes the toadlet. The Suriname toad is omnivorous. Its diet consists mostly of invertebrates such as worms, insects, crustaceans, as well as small fishes. And for the newly freed toadlets, that menu can also include their siblings. The toad has sensory organs in the fingertips, which helps them catch their prey. And as if they aren't odd enough already, the Suriname toad has no tongue. So when a fish or other suitable prey item is detected, they open their mouths really fast using suction to draw the prey in. Yum! Now, apparently there's a limited belief out there that upon releasing their young, the mother toads explode. That is a myth and may have been fueled by witnesses to particularly exuberant exodus of froglets popping out of mama toad's skin, along with a bit of trypophobia, which we'll discuss in a minute. But the fact is she doesn't explode and probably just managed to swim away and hide quickly, camouflage experts that they are, and thus the illusion of kaboom, exploding frog. But no, they, they don't actually explode. One notable reference in history that I found humorous was the following. In a letter to Catherine Clarkson, the poet Samuel Taylor Coleridge writes, I envy dear Southey's power of saying one thing at a time in short and close sentences, 
whereas my thoughts bustle about like a Suriname toad, with little toads sprouting out of its backside and belly, vegetating while it crawls. Coleridge, I can empathize. I feel the same way some days. The Suriname toad is commonly cited, as mentioned previously, as an example of a trigger for trypophobia, which is a type of anxiety disorder. Trypophobia brings on feelings of disgust or fear when you see patterns with lots of holes. Sunflowers, honeycombs, sponges, and seedy fruits, as well as the fascinating Suriname toad, can cause this type of response. So now that we've learned a bit more about these wonderful and strange creatures, what do you all think of the Suriname toad? Let us know. This show was produced by Donna Hume on land belonging historically to the Ute, Cheyenne, and Arapaho Native American tribes with intro music by Infomercial USA and bed music by Dan Hennig. Our logo was created by Imram Javed. If you enjoyed the show, why not give us a couple of bucks at buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. 90% of proceeds go to the Wild Animal Sanctuary in Kingsburg, Colorado. That's all for now. See you next time and be nice to animals. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up to the minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfix network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.